Alamogulis, and welcome. Today is a little bit of a special one. I'm going to be talking about a series that has made its mark in the last 10 years, where you basically get to watch the characters grow up in front of your eyes with the show as it grows. Um, little bit of a spoiler warning if you've already seen this title then you know that um, you probably should go watch the show before you listen to the rest of this podcast so getting back to it if you've ever wanted to watch a show or hear about a show that um, you have no idea who's gonna die and when even the main characters are on the chopping block then this is probably the show for you. From my experience, I can tell you that I didn't know what was going to happen when I started watching the show. The first episode was a little bit of a, let's say, mission to get through. It kind of started a bit slow. But I think after the, like one of the beginning scenes where a boy is tossed out of the window for catching a couple having sex. It's kind of like, what the hell did I just watch? From there, everything kind of goes down pretty fast. The boy survives the fall from a tower, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. That's sort of like a a glimpse of what's to come for the rest of the show. So this show should be probably rated R. So any parents out there, do not let your par- your children watch the show. If it hasn't already, it's probably gonna scar them. Um, the amount of gore, the visuals, the sexual contents, The themes that are covered in this show are not for the weak world. That being said, this show has kind of made its mark in pop culture as it is right now. I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody out there that hasn't seen or heard of or has a friend that has seen this show. For a show that is based in the medieval period with dragons, magic, the undead, it's something that really needs to be stated. It has changed the standard for this genre of uh, TV or movies. So, before this, I wouldn't say there's any show that would stick out that has sort of made its mark on the supernatural uh, genre as it were. Maybe like for this show Supernatural for some people or Vampire Diaries for some people, Bitten's another one, but this one sort of took a different turn and set everything 
not in current day, but in a time where there was hardly any technology to speak of, but the concepts of betrayal, um, greed, and chivalry are still present, or more present then than they were right now. Personally, I would find that the House Stark are my favorite house, but they are the house that seems to have the most tragedy befall them. That being said, every house in the show has some sort of tragedy that befalls them, so don't get it twisted. This is going to be a heart-wrenching show. Whoever you pick as your favorite character, just be prepared that they could die at any given time. Even if it's a child, they could die. Which I think is what R.R. Um, Martin was trying to go for. It's it's something where today, like you'd you'd read or you'd go and watch anything, and you could be pretty much guaranteed that your main characters or the main characters in your circle are somehow gonna survive. Even in a horror show, the people that you're focusing on tend to survive, or, or a horror movie, for instance. But in this one, the good guys, the bad guys, even the people in between, all on the chopping block. Just gonna get it out there. I don't really want to say right now who's gonna survive until the end, because that's that's something that I want you guys to find out by watching the show. But other than that, I just want to say that it made its mark on me and to this day I, I still think about what happened in that show. As of right now, I know that they're in the process of casting their prequel, which is going to be called House of Dragons. So if you want to go find out more about that or find out more about the book itself, just go have a Google, see what you can find and wait like we all are. All our Game of Thrones fans are waiting to see what's going to happen next in the prequel in a time where the dragons are reigning supreme for, and the Targaryen family was basically in charge of everything. To say, to say the least um, but in the current Game of Thrones universe the Targaryen family basically had two people still alive from the family technically two although the other one was more like he's a half but still Targaryen is Targaryen so it doesn't really matter um, and there were only three dragons left in the world by the end of the show there's only one left so yeah but from the beginning of the intro so when you first meet the dragons even though it's all CGI generated it's it's one of the most amazing depictions of dragons that I've seen in any movie or show the undead that show up in the show are something beyond what I've normally seen they're 
well, the undead themselves are not really that intelligent, but they're still quite strong. And if you get overwhelmed by them, you're not coming out alive. Then you have the generals, which they call the White Walkers. And these guys are even more powerful than, let's say, a druid. Being able, like, one of them can take down a dragon on his own, so... That should tell you how powerful they are. And then you have humans that are supposed to somehow compete with this. We've got giants walking around in the forest beyond, beyond the wall. You've got... The houses which are sort of named after different animals that they represent or whatever region they represent. And each one has a like specific aspect whereas like you've got House Dark which tends to represent loyalty, uh, the goodness in, in most people, they're not really going to do anything without a just reason to do it. And on the other side of the spectrum, you've got Lannisters, which um, they're supposed to be a good house, but their motto is the Lannister always pays their debts, which means they sort of do anything. They do things for money in essence. So like that, that pretty much represents the greed in people, um, trying to do anything to get by, make sure that whatever happens, you're the one on top screw the rest in essence and that is seen represented by each member of that house where that it's um Cersei her brother uh, Jamie um the father I think it was um Tywin Lannister and then there's Tyrion, but Tyrion is more like the outcast. He doesn't really want to follow the traditions of the family more because he is... Well, for one, he's a little person, so they already see him as the odd one out. But being the odd one out, he immediately understood that and he took steps to make sure that even though he wasn't really going to be the best fighter or anything like that, he was always going to be the most intelligent person in the room. And he knew how to pick sides. He knew how to pick the best side to be on. Which, if you're thinking about what it means to be a Lannister, I would say that he represents that in spades. Like, if you want somebody to back you in a political decision or political meeting, you'd want Tyrion Lannister. Cersei was a bit of a crazy woman, but we'll get to that another point. Other than that, if you still want to go watch the show, see what the rest of it is, um, watch the first seven seasons with an open mind. That Those I can pretty much guarantee are the best out of the whole show. Season 8 is where it kind of goes tits up. So, when you get to season 8, just don't hold your hops up too high. Season 8 is the final season. It's where they're supposed to sort of wrap up the whole show. But by the time you finish the whole thing, you kind of feel like you've been cheated out of something. Like, that wasn't the ending that you were supposed to get. 
but that's what we got and that's what we have to go with so do enjoy the first seven seasons you can skip the last season you can even go and google what happens in the last season just so that you don't have to watch it because uh, even though the quality of the production was okay the script was just yeah I don't even want to talk about it so enjoy the rest of your day guys and hope to see you in the next one bye So for those of you still hanging around, thank you and appreciate your time. If you really enjoy the podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a like or leave a review. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what I can do better. Or you can tell me what you want me to cover. Something you want me to talk about. Other than that, share it with your friends. Take care of yourself and may the force be with you.